Hello, once again, we have another KCSU Sports Podcast. This is Jonathan Gillum, and we are going to cover a community recreation club today with an exclusive interview. For this podcast episode, we are going to interview a member from a club who has existed over a century right here in Colorado, with their very first event happening on April 26th of 1912. Please welcome Logan Chandler of the Colorado Mountain Club. Logan, how are you? Yeah, good. Hey, everyone. I'm excited to be here and talk a little bit about my knowledge of the Colorado Mountain Club. And yeah, um, I'm both, as you said, a member, meaning I, you know, use the Colorado Mountain Club uh, just like everyone else in the public, but I also work for the Colorado Mountain Club as a nonprofit. So we have about 20 employees that kind of, you know, run the day-to-day operations of an outdoor nonprofit here in Colorado and try to grow and get the information about our awesome organization out there. Yeah, awesome. This is this is exciting. We, we love reaching out to members of our community and finding out more information about all these different clubs and activities going on. So, so first of all, Logan, if I was completely new and never heard of the Colorado Mountain Club, what would you tell me and how do you do it? What are the requirements? So on. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a question I get all the time, of course. Um, but yeah, the Colorado Mountain Club, as you kind of said, is, is one of the oldest outdoor organizations in the country, actually. So founded in 1912, it really just started as kind of a, a hiking club. You know, probably a bunch of people in the Denver area or around Colorado. They just wanted to get out and hike together and they wanted to explore Colorado together. So, it, you know, it started with really small, you know, they they wrote everything down with paper, of course, back in the day, and they, they established kind of what the Colorado Mountain Club was, what it was going to be, and it, it grew from there. So nowadays, if you say you're new to Colorado and you're excited to recreate in the mountains or you want to learn how to backcountry ski or rock climb or fly fish, whatever you want to do that's basically getting out in the way in Colorado, there's plenty of services you can use to get involved with the outdoors and a kind of club like the Colorado Mountain Club is one of the best ones because not only can you meet people and go on trips, like free hikes that are led by a trained trip leader, but you can also take our schools. So that's what I'm saying. If you want to learn how to backcountry ski or fly fish, you can take one of our schools and actually learn from our trained instructors. They'll teach you all the knowledge about that. So great way of getting into the outdoors in Colorado. It's a great way of meeting other people that love the outdoors here in Colorado. And it's a great way to support uh, the Colorado outdoors by supporting our kind of nonprofit angles, which are our conservation department and our youth education department. So that's a long, it's a long-winded answer and it's hard to keep it short, but no, no, that's, <laughs> no, it's great. I mean, from what I got, essentially you're, you're networking, but not only are you networking for outdoor lovers, but you can also train them and give them valuable information on how to be better at what they want to do in the outdoors. That's right. So. We're a great, great tool for yeah, meeting people. That's one of the consistent positive feedbacks we, we uh, receive from our members is that they love meeting other people through our organization. You know, everyone needs a, a, a new friend to go hiking with or a new friend to go skiing with. You can't always count on your existing hiking partners or your existing <laughs> climbing partners. Um, so it's, it's always great to have new people and, and, and it's just like everything, you know, you, yeah. you meet some people through the club and next thing you know, you draw some uh, common connections and you realize that you like that. So Exactly. And then plus if I was new to Colorado and say I moved somewhere that doesn't have mountains or doesn't have these outdoor activities, mm-hmm. but I was nervous about, oh, can I actually rock climb or can I actually go on this 
climb this 14er, you will help give them the proper training for that too. So it, it helps. I think that's really great. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, you know, one thing that we, we like to tell new members and, and, and just new interested outdoor enthusiasts here in Colorado that are considering joining the Colorado Mountain Club is, you know, there's so many benefits for joining the organization. So how it basically works is you do pay a yearly membership due, $75 for an individual. And then we do have family kind of bundle discounts for up to four people. And then we have a under 30 or our youth discount, which is $39 a year instead of 75. So yeah, the way it works, you kind of keep your membership active and that gets you access to some of these exclusive classes, like say an avalanche class, that honestly, because we're a nonprofit, the price of, the, of that said avalanche class is gonna be much cheaper than the competition. And it's the same cert official certification that you receive. So you get deals on classes like those where you pay less than the general public would pay. So we will allow the general public to take some of our classes. They just pay a little bit more than members. And then some of our more popular an active member to take it. That being said, we, we those trips I was talking about, kind of those hikes that are led by trained trip leaders, those are free for everyone to take. You can sign up even if you're not a member and go along. Nowadays, it's looking a little different with kind of COVID protocols. And yeah, we talked about before that we're gonna, we'll make sure it's uh, known for the public if they wanna get involved. But yeah, we have trips going out every day of the year. Even Christmas day, you'll see some snowshoe trips or ski trips or something. So. Our, our volunteer instructors and, and trip leaders, they're not you know, paid professional guides. However, they do have the passion and the desire to lead others in the outdoors. And they're not just you know, some part throwing a, another state under the bus. So they're not some Joe Schmo from Florida who just <laughs> moved to Colorado and yeah. doesn't know a thing or two about you know, hiking a 14er. They, they get vetted through the Colorado Mountain Club's kind of you know, trip yeah. leader school. So they have to yeah. actually hold a wilderness first aid certificate and they have to you know be competent leading groups of adults and and uh kids in the outdoors and yeah and you said it i think it was you know it was a great analogy if i went to florida i hope joe Schmo from florida would take me in the ocean and, and guide me right <laughs> that's too, right, right? That's right. So i don't know anything yep. i don't know anything about the ocean except for shark week so i hope so but <laughs> yeah. you you mentioned covid19 so you know, it's a big thing going on in our world right now, so let's just talk about it. How is this year working with COVID-19, and how will it continue to work? Yeah, in terms of, like, the general kind of public and our members, you know, this what they've seen is we have had to cancel a lot of our, our schools and classes. A lot of that was, you know, initially just because of the timing. A lot of operate in the spring and the fall, kind of the shoulder seasons here in Colorado. So, of course, with just when, you know, COVID-19 broke out, it kind of mid mid March and then you know the quarantine all the way into April. We had to cancel a lot of the schools and classes. So you know we we didn't have a whole lot operating. We we actually even put out an official statement that we weren't doing anything. So that means we didn't have any trips going on. We literally shut down because we just weren't comfortable bringing our community together. We did do plenty of things in the virtual space and we still are currently. Meaning, you know, we had like athletes, like, you know, rock climbers give a talk or, or show a film that they're featured in that was made by Red Bull or something like that, and they, they give a talk after. So there's always kind of something going on where you can still tune in and, and learn a lot of information about whether it's, you know, hiking 14ers or rock climbing or backcountry skiing. We're doing that kind of in virtual space. That being said, we're, you know, we're constantly adapting our protocols to be updated with what's going on um, around Colorado because we do, we're not, we don't, we're not just based in Denver, we're not just based in Golden, we're not just in Fort Collins, we're, we're all around the whole state of Colorado. So, 
you know, things are a little bit different everywhere you go within Colorado, you know, depending on the local kind of restrictions and things like that. So yeah, our team has done a great job keeping everyone updated and in the know. And, you know, as of right now, we do have trips going on. So those those hikes you can go on or, or ski trips with a trained trip leader, they are going on. It's just, you know, slightly less people. A lot of times we like to keep our groups under 10 people anyways, just so we're not doing a lot of impact on the trails. So that was, you know, adapting to the other things like having a a face mask on when you're in close proximity, things like that. But, you know, as a lot of the science has shown, we it is safe to be outside and to recreate outside. So we're not gonna we're not gonna hold our members and our community back from playing outside and we're all doing it anyways. I mean, it's how we all stay sane, it's how we find our happiness. So we are adapting and, and like I said with the canceled classes in schools, we're an organization that relies heavily on our volunteers and those are both our trip leaders and our instructors. And a lot of times, you know, they're kind of like the, the, the dean of their own school, the, the principal. They, they can call the shots. We give them a lot of, you know, autonomy that way. So if they're the director of the rock climbing school in Fort Collins and they're comfortable and they have the proper protocols, you know, we give them our stamp of approval and they can move forward with holding a physical class outside. If they're not comfortable, you know, they can see if they can do something virtual or you know, as we saw this spring, they would just have to cancel for the time being and just know that we'll get through this and the Colorado Mountain Club will be around because, you know, a big, a big thing we were, we were pushing is the Colorado Mountain Club was around, you know, for the Spanish flu and they got through that. So we'll get through this yeah. one. Yeah, that's that's a great analogy. And I, and I think uh, important to point out, like you said, it's an outdoor club. You don't have to worry about social distancing because you have all the space, you know, you, you have plenty of space out there. That's true. And yeah, and that's, you know, that's another thing. We Almost all of our schools and classes, they always have involved some portion that's an outdoor classroom. That being said, some of our, you know, really big classes here in the Denver group, they might meet in like an auditorium and kind of there's a lot of sometimes, it's almost like going back to university sometimes where you have to learn some kind of slideshow lecture material, you know, and there can be over a hundred people sometimes in some of these big classes, like the wilderness tracking school or the survival school or something like that. So those are the ones that have been a bit tougher to figure out. They're doing a great job. And I know that that wilderness tracking school, which is kind of like a one-on-one kind of getting into the outside, or sorry, getting into the outdoors here in Colorado, it's moving forward this fall. They're actually, we're thinking about starting this past weekend, but with the weather, they kind of, you know, we're smart again. They're very adaptable. They, they push it a week so they have a little bit better weather for their for their hikes and things. The outdoor portion, that's, that's very easy for us to control in the COVID-19 world. It's just still, you know, you kind of check group by group around the whole state to see what the Fort Collins group is doing of the Colorado Mountain Club versus the Boulder group and see what classes and events they have holding. Okay, so let's not, let's talk about safety other than COVID then. So in a normal world, what does your organization do about safety? For example, if I'm going on an organized hike, what kind of safety measures are in place? Yeah, um, you know, and it, it's, it's tough to draw the, the perfect example because the Colorado Mountain Club, we do so many different things in the outdoors, some of which really are easy hikes that, uh, you know, the worst thing that could happen is maybe you twist an ankle or I guess, you know, depending on where you are and get bit by a rattlesnake, that can happen sometimes on easy hikes. And then, you know, we have some really dangerous things that the Colorado Mountain Club does, like we have a, a high altitude mountaineering school that climbing all sorts of couloirs and, and, you know, really steep ice faces on mountains. And 
you know, their graduation climb, they actually go up to the Pacific Northwest and, and climb either Adams or Mount Rainier. It kind of depends on what their group decides, but they, they have a graduation climb, as they call it, where they actually test their mountaineering skills that they've learned, and that's their kind of final send-off to graduate them. So it, it's very different, but, you know, anything in the outdoor industry, and especially our passionate instructors, they take they take safety very, very seriously. So, you know, I've almost heard it talked about the Carlin Mount Club before in kind of a bad way that was really conservative and overly safe but you know what we're actually most proud of that um we you know we we teach you how to be really safe and cautious in a world that is tough to control what's going on and you know we're all learning that with COVID-19 but out there you know hiking a 14er you got to constantly be evaluating weather and um you know your your group you're with and your pace and the time and so many things that can impact you, your hydration. So it really varies, but basically the stance that the CMC has is, you know, we're going to teach people how to, how to get outside and how to do it safe and have fun. Excellent. So just because many of us live and have varying schedules in our lives, when do you typically hold events? Is it just, you know, all anytime? Is there just a, only a typical you know, we only meet on weekends. How does that all work? Yeah, no, we, uh, you know, Power Mountain Club, we have over 7,500 members, over 300 tripleers instructors, and, and they all work different schedules. We have a ton of engineers that are members. We have a ton of nurses that work odd schedules. We have students. We have, you know, so you can really find something going on for kind of whatever you're looking. Like I said, we have trips go out every single day. So say you wanted to get involved and go on a hike with the Power Mountain Club, you know, you just go to this, the website and there's a whole trip calendar and it shows, you know, on any given day, kind of what hikes are going out with what group around the state. And, you know, you might see if you're up in Fort Collins, the Fort Collins group has a hike going to climb, you know, Horsetooth Rock on Thursday morning. They're going to meet at the CSU parking lot at 8 a.m. And you kind of get in touch with the trip leader and arrange carpooling and things like that, according to your own personal preference. Again, back to the COVID-19 thing with that, yes. we are kind of, trying to meet at the trailheads where we can, but at the same time, CMC is not officially involved until the, you know, when you meet at the trailhead. So we can't control what you do. So if you know your, your neighbor is also going on the hike and you've already, you know, you're comfortable being with them and you both agree you want a carpool, you know, we're not there to tell you you can't do that. We're just going to meet you at the trailhead and, and kind of lead you from the start of the hike to the end of the hike right there on the trailhead and send you on your way. And yeah, you know, in terms of like nights and weekends, there's always stuff going on on the nights and weekends, whether it be all our classes, those are generally held um, at night. So, you know, if you're taking a rock climbing class in Fort Collins, you might meet at around, you know, 6 or 7 p.m. And it might be consecutive weeks in a row. And then you'll do those field days. We actually go rock climbing and practice your skills that you've been kind of learning in the classroom aspect in the field. And those would generally be on weekends. Every once in a while, just based on the feedback of either you know nurses or folks that can't that work weekends, we we sometimes will allow a field day to be scheduled on a weekday if that works better for schedules. So we try to be as flexible as we can, and since it is a volunteer and uh, run organization, you know these are these are your peers and your fellow outdoor enthusiasts that are teaching the school, so they're very approachable and flexible when they can be. Yeah, that's that's very encouraging. It's like if I have a pretty rough schedule or anything it sounds like you have a lot of flexibility to work around that and uh, still have a, availability for someone with a rough schedule to get involved so that's that's oh, excellent totally. 
Yeah. A couple more questions before we let you go. I, I One thing that really caught my attention was in your, your mission statement. It says that the organization collects and disseminates information regarding the Rocky Mountains on behalf of science, literature, art, and recreation. Is there anything you can elaborate on? And, and do you work with like the Department of the Forest Services? Do you have any like famous authors come aboard and collect information? Can you tell us about that at all? Yeah, well again, so what's kind of cool about the Colorado Mountain Club is the mission statement was written in 1912. So this mission statement has been around for over 100 years and we've never changed it. And, you know, if you kind of go through line by line, we haven't had to change it. Um, so, you know, to unite the energy, interest and knowledge of students, explorers and lovers of the mountains of Colorado, kind of what we've been talking about it's anyone that wants to get outside and loves getting outside we're going to give you tools and more ways to do that or teach you new skills that you didn't have um collecting and disseminate information regarding the rocky mountains on behalf of science literature art and recreation you know we always have got given public talks we we write letters to senators on behalf of our public lands uh, we have an entire conservation department that fights for our public lands and, and, and they work with the Forest Service. You know, we have athletes give talks on the latest and greatest in terms of the, the best way to tie rock climbing knots or whatever if things change. So we're always having to adapt and stay current on what the newest science is or the newest, safest way to do things is. In terms of literature, we actually have an entire press department making books. And, you know, before I was even involved with Colorado Mountain Club, I had seen these books everywhere. You know, you go into a gear shop in near Rocky Mountain National Park, and you'll find like the, the best hikes in Rocky Mountain National Park, and it's 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 made by and published by the Colorado Mountain Club. So, you know, we just we disseminate a lot of information through our press department on where the best trails are for getting outside, or what the best ski backcountry ski lines are in Rocky Mountain National Park, or whatever it is. And yeah, just you know, encouraging people to. To recreate outside in a safe, responsible way, we encourage the preservation of forests, flowers, fauna, natural scenery. So basically, you know, the whole leave no trace principles that we all follow here in Colorado for the most part. But then again, you know, especially with the influx of new people to Colorado, there's a lot of people that don't know those principles. And, and honestly, we're, we're here for them. We're here to teach you how to recreate and, and enjoy, enjoy the beauty of Colorado in our backyard um, responsibly. All right. Logan, so are there any upcoming events that you would like to share with the listeners out there? Yeah, I mean, besides, we always have something going on. So besides all the kind of local group-by-group events, whether that be classes, hikes, trips, whatever it is, you know, you can check all those out on the website, which is uh, cmc.org, so www.cmc.org. That takes you to the Carter Mountain Club's main webpage. And then as you get involved in your kind of local group or chapter, whether that's in Fort Collins, Boulder, uh, Denver, Colorado Springs, um, each each location kind of has their own preferred way of getting their word out there through email newsletters or Facebook groups or all sorts of things. Um, But in general, if you go to the website cnc.org, that'll be your uh, most complete information about how to how to join and what's upcoming one really cool thing that we do have upcoming is a, a virtual race to support the car mountain club being an outdoor nonprofit, and especially during this weird time of covid we had to cancel a lot of classes and events that bring in a lot of much needed revenue that revenue goes directly towards us as a nonprofit and helps us you know do the do the impactful work in the areas of youth education and conservation so our youth education program they take, you know, Title I schools, a lot of under underserved uh, youth, and they, 
they don't get the opportunity to go outside and we, we take them outside on backpacking trips or rock climbing trips or we work with their schools to allow us to come to them and teach them kind of a, a field trip style uh, classroom. You know, a fun day that's just a little different. We do integrate with their, their school curriculums so that we can teach them some, some things that, you know, make sense, whether it be like calculating coefficients of friction of different climbing shoes, and then we actually have them try climbing in those different types of shoes, like a, a basketball sneaker, a dress shoe, and a, some climbing shoes. So we do really great work in the youth education department and as well as our conservation uh, department, which does, you know, trail work and stewardship projects and, and fights for public lands here in Colorado and around the West. So this virtual race, it's it's ongoing. You do it on your own time, and that's you can start it this weekend if you want. And the idea is, you know, like you can either race um, through hiking, running, or biking. So personally, I'm going to do kind of a mountain bike challenge. So um, when I mountain bike, I usually only go about 10 to 20 miles. And my goal is, you know, I'm going to kind of put myself through a little pain to try to raise some money for the Colorado Mountain Club and get my friends and family to donate. So I'm going to try to do 50 miles on the Colorado Trail on my mountain bike. And especially with this weather coming in, it might be a little tougher. Um, but, you know, we should be back to warm weather through the uh, official recommended race weekend, which is at the beginning of October there on October 13th, that weekend. So think about signing up, challenge yourself through fitness goals. We will send you kind of recommended ways of training and, and nutrition tips and and there's some kind of clinics going on around that. And it's all, all the money raised through that virtual race. It goes to support us as a nonprofit. So, yeah, um, thank you for having me on. And definitely encourage you all to become members of the Colorado Mountain Club. Yeah, thank you. Thanks again for coming on. We appreciate it. I know our listeners do. And on behalf of KCSU, we thank you. And good luck with your event. All right, thanks so much. You with Once again, that was Logan Chandler of the Colorado Mountain Club. And that's going to wrap it up for this podcast. I want to thank all of our listeners once again and KCSU Sports. I'm Jonathan Gillen, and I'll catch you next time.